Andrew Voss, of course, joins us every Tuesday on Radio Sport from Fox's NRL coverage. You're not part of the metropolitan area, Andrew, but do you get a kind of a Sydney side of holiday today? Good morning, everyone. For as long as I live, I've always said that um, in my early years at school, I wasn't, you know, particularly that interested. But um, you know, and was probably slow to pick up on a lot of things. But I knew that Bart Cummings could train horses, and Kiwi runners were good in the wet. Um, You know, I I learned that at about seven years of age. Uh, No one works this afternoon. (laughs) You don't matter about your postcard. No one works. I mean, pretty much you clock off. Most of the morning you spend talking about the Melbourne Cup. You do the office. If you're in an office situation, you, the, the cup sweep takes a long while to do. Um, so there's not much productivity. And then by lunchtime, um, you uh, knock off. TVs are on. Bets are being placed. And, of course, around 3 o'clock, there's just absolutely bugger all going on. Um, you're just watching the race. And, and then after that, those who lose then bet on whatever's going after that. That's, you know, whatever races to get out stakes for the rest of the afternoon. So a uh, public holiday uh, does not need to be officially declared here in Australia. If you were going to have a good time, right, and you could get invited yep. by any former leaguey or current leaguey in action... <laughs> Whose place would you most want to be at and go, I'm going to get out with it, with this bloke or these blokes? Who are they? Oh, I think I'd probably go over to um, probably either Matty Johns or Mark Guyer or maybe get together the old Sunday roast team together, have Gus, Matty Johns, <laughs> and um, and maybe we have a camera place and you can actually film it, that we are actually being filmed. It is a show. The alternative coverage of the Melbourne Cup where you can't actually show the race. Oh, that's great. You've just got to be relayed information by the host. So I think that could work. Yes, I'd, I'd, I'd watch that. I don't imagine many people are queuing up to watch the race at Wayne Bennett's joint, are they? No, that. Well, no, probably not. No, well, it's no barbecue, is it? Um, look, it's it's a great day. Oh, well, let's be serious. It is a. It, but I know it's got to do with gambling and all the rest. But I'm telling you, I don't care what you think of me. In your opinion, it's a great day. It's a great day. Not too many unhappy people. Uh, it's only one day of the year. Those who don't like the punting side of it, those who don't like horse racing, well, you'll just have to put up with the rest of us. It's a great day. Yeah, we'll get to the Bennett situation with the Broncos shortly, Andrew. But uh, the test match yesterday morning, did you get to see mm. it? And do you think George Burgess is guilty of an eye gouge? Uh, watched it live. Uh, first of all, you know what it made me think of? The, and New Zealand find themselves 2-0 down. This is state of origin life. This is... England is Queensland and New Zealand is New South Wales. That you you could have, you probably should have. You know, New Zealand could be leading this series two 0 They could have it wrapped up, but they haven't. And you know, Queensland slash England have won both tests. The series is now wrapped up, and you go along to a dead rubble. What do you achieve? Look, I I'm sort of thinking at the end of a long season, the Kiwis sadly might just want to get home. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they. I hope the third test is fantastic. But uh, you know, part of me thinking they might just want to get home and. England will march to a 3-0 series win. As for the George Burgess incident, well, the charge is serious enough. Um, probably in the end, doesn't matter what we think. Look, it, it looks ugly, doesn't it? It, it? it definitely warrants explanation. And he will get that. He'll sit down at a penalty this time tomorrow, um, or maybe a little earlier perhaps. And, um, and the worst-case scenario for George Burgess is a five-match ban. I'm saying if you're guilty of eye-gouging, it's double that, isn't it? It's double that. Mm. But anyway... Oh, well, maybe it'll just be a test match. Uh, you know, I mean, look, he's, he's not going to get banned, is he? Let's be honest here. He's not going to get banned. He'll play, surely. Well, well, if he gets any sort of ban, it's South Sydney who are going to feel the brunt of it. Yeah, not, exactly. You know, there's, only one, there's only one test match this week. It'll be 
matches for South Sydney that he misses. But I'm saying if I'm running the game, International Rugby League or Domestic Rugby League, and I've got a player who I believe has eye gouged an opponent, you know, if you are guilty of eye gouging, I'll put a, I'll put a minimum on it. I'll put 12 weeks on it. 12 weeks would be my minimum suspension for a, a player guilty of an eye gouge. If, so, we're, if we're serious. If he goes down tomorrow for three to five games, you're absolutely spot on, Vossi, that he misses games for the Rabbitohs. Will it be Wayne yeah. Bennett actually coaching him next season at the Rabbitohs? Well, look, I'm, I'm thinking that... Um, I'm thinking that it will, but I, I really think you've got to stand back and look at the financial implications to Wayne Bennett of this. Right at the moment, Wayne Bennett, with a year at Brisbane next year and then the following three seasons at South Sydney is guaranteed over $4 million. Why, you know, if he goes to South next year, he'd want to know that I'm now getting 40 years. I'm getting exactly the same money. Why should he drop a cent um, to appease uh, others to get Seabold quickly to get him out of South and others? I think, I think Wayne stands his ground and what Wayne um, is prepared to accept here will be as big a figure as anything um, so that, and then South Sydney are saying, well, we had a coach next year. We we're only paying half what we, we would be paying Wayne Bennett the year after. So Broncos, you stump up the cash to fund Wayne Bennett at our club next year. I know it's an extraordinary situation to get your head around, but you know we've had players being paid by other clubs before. We're now going to have a situation. If Wayne Bennett's coaching South next year, I guarantee you the Broncos will be paying half his money. How the hell could could that possibly be described as, gee, that's good business? Meantime, the Rabbitohs players follow Seabold North and the Broncos players eventually follow Bennett South. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying is a few. I don't know whether the allure of Wayne Bennett, and, and this is the truth. I mean, I, I don't think this is just perception. The, the desire to be coached by Wayne Bennett is nowhere near what it was at his... Uh, you know, 2000s, where Wayne Bennett, you know, oh, Wayne Bennett's coming to the club, I want to play there. Bellamy still has that attraction, doesn't he? Craig Bellamy, you want to be coached by Craig Bellamy. But I don't think you could say the same of Wayne Bennett now. So I don't think it'll necessarily be, you know, Bennett's off and a whole bunch of players go there. But what I do know is everything I'm hearing about South Sydney players, they are very disgruntled, disappointed with the way things have ended with Anthony Seabold. And that is why I don't think Anthony Seabold can coach South Sydney next year, but it's a matter of whether Wayne Bennett can start a year early.